You're listening to The Living Word with Danny Hodges of Calvary Chapel Fellowship in St. Pete. God intends that the earthly marriage relationship represent, typify, speak of a more eternal relationship between the eternal bridegroom, Jesus Christ, and his church, if you know Christ, you and me. That's what it says. That's why. Listen up. Listen up. We need to hear this. The church needs to hear this. Our culture needs to hear this. That's why, among other things, a lot of reasons, a lot of things here, but that's why Listen, that's why sex outside of marriage is sin. As believers and followers of Christ, many of us receive our fair share of questions from the world regarding the why behind certain commandments. Perhaps more common of these in our sex-saturated culture is why is sex outside of marriage such a big deal? In today's message, Pastor Danny will help you to better understand God's heart regarding what society claims is an outdated practice. In his study, you'll learn how God uses marriage between a man and woman to typify the relationship between Christ and the church. Now here's Pastor Danny in the book of 1 Peter chapter 3 with today's edition of The Living Word. 1 Peter chapter 3. I don't care if you've heard it before, you'll appreciate it again. Stumpy and his wife Martha, girlfriend, boyfriend, and they go to the fair every year. And uh, one year they go to the fair and there's this new ride. It's a, it's a plane ride, a, a, a live plane ride, pilot and all. And um, Stumpy says to Martha, Martha, look at that, plane ride. Let's go, let's go do it. Martha says, Stumpy, that plane ride is $10. And $10 is $10. You say they didn't, they're kind of poor. Well, fast forward, uh, Stumpy and Martha get married. They continue this routine of going to the fair every year. And the same plane ride, same pilots there. And so every year, Stumpy would say to Martha, Martha, even the first year they're married, especially Martha, come on, we're a married couple now. Let's ride that airplane. And Martha would say her usual, Stumpy, that plane ride is $10 and $10 is $10. Well, years pass and this pilot's been hearing it year after year and knows the frustration, of course, especially with Stumpy. And so one year he comes up to Stumpy and he says, look, I've been listening to you and your wife uh, about this plane ride all these years. Here's what I'll do. I'll make you a deal. You don't say a word. Your wife doesn't say a word. No noise. You, You just keep it peaceful. Don't say anything. Don't make any noise. And I won't charge you. No charge. Stumpy looks at his wife. What's Martha going to say? They jump in. Uh, but this guy wants his money. So he does his deep dive and thinks he's going to get somebody to make some noise. No noise. He does his big pull up, you know, no noise. He d- curves, you know, no noise. He turns back to head back to the fairground. He does a deeper dive, uh, sharper curves, still no noise. They land the plane. He lands the plane. He goes over to Stumpy. He says, I can't believe it. I thought, sure, when I was doing all those tricks, you or your wife uh, would make some kind of noise. Somebody would say something, but a deal's a deal. No charge. Stumpy says, well, I was going to say something back there when Martha fell out, but $10 is $10. (laughs) Say, what's the point? Well, if Martha would have submitted, Stumpy's, okay then, okay then, okay then. You don't like that? Okay, listen. 
woman was driving home from a teaching assignment in northern Arizona when she saw an elderly Navajo woman walking on the side of the road. She stopped and offered the woman a lift. And after some small talk, the Indian woman noticed a bag on the seat next to this lady. What in bag? asked the woman. Barbara glanced at the bag and said, oh, it's a bottle of wine. I got it for my husband. Navajo woman was silent for a moment and then with the quiet wisdom of an elder said, good trade. Now that the laughter is over, the text. Wives, in the same way, be submissive to your husbands so that if any of them are boneheads, that's the loose translation, if any of them do not believe the word, so they could be not saved, not a Christian, or they could be in a period of backsliding, as it's called. They may be won over without words by the behavior of their wives. When they see the purity and reverence of your lives, your beauty should not come from outward adornment, such as braided hair and the wearing of gold jewelry and fine clothes. Instead, it should be that of your inner self, the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is of great worth in God's sight. Doesn't mean you can't wear makeup and have jewelry. It just means that that shouldn't be the number one attraction about you. Verse five, for this is the way the holy women of the past who put their hope in God used to make themselves beautiful. They were submissive to their own husbands, like Sarah, who obeyed Abraham and called him her master. Now, just so you know, I've been married, as of a couple of weeks ago, 27 years, 24 of them happy, and um, I'm not at this point. She still doesn't call me master, but I'm hopeful. (laughs) You are her daughters if you do what is right and do not give way to fear. What kind of fear? Well, we'll talk about that in a minute. Then one last verse, husbands, in the same way, be considerate as you live with your wives and treat them with respect as the weaker partner. Ladies, don't let that offend you. That just means feminine, feminine. It's not a cut. It's not some kind of phrase of degradation. It's actually a compliment. And as heirs with you of the gracious gift of life so that nothing will hinder your prayers. Now, Ladies, especially before you tune the Lord out on this passage, leave here for a minute, go back to Ephesians chapter 5, and as you're turning, let me remind us that what I just read in 1 Peter is in the context of 1 Peter chapter 2 that we covered two weeks ago, and that is being willing to suffer even unjustly because that's our calling in Christ as witnesses in the world. And so here, what God's saying through the pen of Peter is that wives and husbands to be the witness in the home, to be the witness for Christ. It's a wordless witness, a wordless witness. Now, we need to understand God's design for marriage if you're going to get this and really understand it and, and receive it and receive it. You need to understand. I need to understand. And here it is. Ephesians 5, verse 22, wives submit to your husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife as Christ is the head of the church, his body of which he is the savior. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit to their husbands in everything. And then verse 25, husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word, and to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle 
or any other blemish, but holy and blameless. In this same way, husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. Now jump down, verse 32. This is a profound mystery. Paul's writing by the Holy Spirit. This is a profound mystery, but I'm talking about Christ and the church. Maybe some of us know this and need to be reminded of it. Maybe some of us never heard what I'm about to say and what's being said here. God intends that the earthly marriage relationship represent, typify, speak of a more eternal relationship between the eternal bridegroom, Jesus Christ, and his church, if you know Christ, you and me. That's what it says. That's why. Listen up. Listen up. We need to hear this. The church needs to hear this. Our culture needs to hear this. That's why, among other things, a lot of reasons, a lot of things here, but that's why, listen, that's why sex outside of marriage is sin. Awful quiet. Because sex outside of marriage violates the holy union that a husband-wife relationship in this life is to represent and speak of. Corinthians, one of the verses in Corinthians says, our body is not made for sexual immorality, but for the Lord. My body right now is one flesh with my wife. That's a mystery, but it's true. That's what God says. The two will become one flesh. And we have a physical relationship, my wife and I. One day that relationship will end. But we will continue to have a relationship maritally. What do you mean? We are going to be married, and if you know Jesus Christ, you're going to be married one day to Jesus Christ. Men usually have to take this by faith. Understand this. Sex in the marriage relationship, and by the way, let me remind us too. Listen, hell did not create sex. Heaven did. To be enjoyed in holy matrimony. And sex in any other context is sin. Sex apart from holy matrimony between a husband and a wife, biblically and legally married before God, is sin. So then get the picture. Heaven, as we call it, once we're with Christ bodily, because right now you and I are not bodily united with Christ, okay? One day we will be, and we will be forever and ever and ever and ever. And we're going to live, listen, in literally paradise. And heaven is one unending all expenses paid by our bridegroom because of his sacrifice on the cross. It's one unending honeymoon. Life will be difficult. It's inevitable and part of being a resident of this fallen world. The question then becomes, how do you handle unexpected trials? Through this study in the book of 1 Peter, Pastor Danny has been encouraging you to take your troubles to your Savior. He cares for you and is the strength and comfort that you crave. Are you facing an unexpected or frustrating situation today? Can we pray for you? There's strength in lifting one another up in prayer, and we're honored to do that for you. Send us an email at info at ccfstpete.church. Would you pray for us here at The Living Word too? 
As our ministry grows, we always want to make sure that we're seeking Jesus first and our ideas second. His guidance is what we need. Would you pray that we'd recognize His voice always? Thanks for praying. Do you live in or near St. Petersburg? If so, we have a special invitation for you. Pastor Danny and all of us at Calvary Chapel Fellowship would love to have you join us for our weekend services. We gather on Saturday at 6 p.m. and Sunday at 9 and 11 a.m. And your presence would be such a blessing to us. Find out more and get directions at ccfstpete.church. Thanks for tuning in today. Join us next time to hear another message from Scripture right here on The Living Word.